0: Hey everyone. It's me, Sam Strachan, and I just wanna say you're listening to the first ever episode of the Man Podcast. So oh, thanks for thanks for listening and joining in. All the tens of people that are probably listening to this. But uh that's that's how she goes. I'm uh I guess I'll just start with a bit of background on uh me. My name is Sam Strawn. I uh I um, do stand-up, quote-unquote. I'll get more into that later on. And, um, yeah, well, I guess let me just start by saying why I'm starting this podcast. So, I'm starting this podcast because I really miss doing comedy, and I think this is a very good way to get myself out there you know, just to try and be as funny as I can be, which some of you are already tuning out by now a minute in. No, that's just me. I'm uh, just trying to get it out there. I'm hoping uh, stand-up will come back. So so if if you're unaware, which again, I'm sure you are, and uh, I'd still be impressed if you're listening to this, but um, no, I've... I've been doing, uh, a bit about me, I guess. I've been doing, I started stand up in, what was it, 2019? Yeah, 2019, uh, August. And, uh, I just, I just started doing it because I, I wanted to try. And, uh, basically I've, uh, went on my first show. And, uh, you know, I got, I just got the bug from there. It was this great feeling of, wow, I want to keep doing this. So I kept at it, kept at it, going to shows, this and that, right up until, I guess, much of, I can't think, much, it's been so long, much of 2020. You know, just, uh, then uh, shit kind of all hit the fan. The, uh, the show started to uh, stop happening, you know, because of this fucking, uh, I don't know, Chinese flu thing. Yeah. If you're, you're already offended by that, then uh, I guess you can fuck off. Wow, what a, what a way to start this by telling the tens of people that are listening to fuck off. That's, uh, that's wonderful. That's wonderful. No, no, I I kid, I kid. I uh I just uh I guess my you know, you know my brand of 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 comedy and everything, of humour is definitely very dirty and edgy and I maybe I think that that gives it kind of in some ways like a bad rap. But uh I I I never want to offend anyone. That's the thing. Whenever I I do I make any jokes. If it's I'm doing stand up, if I'm doing you know going to you know hang out with friends on this, my intention is never to offend anyone. Now I guess (laughs) with that being said, sometimes jokes do offend some people, and uh, I'm not trying to say I'm not sensitive at all to that, um, I th- I think, you know, it's, it's difficult because I, I, I guess, you know, any joke has context as to why, oh, sorry, not context, but it has um, a target of the joke. And sometimes, you know, people may consider that quote-unquote punching down, but I, I definitely know well, I shouldn't say definitely, but I know that um punching down is deemed to be offensive quote unquote but the thing is it's like often the the punching down the target that you're you're try, you're trying to make make fun of finds it funny, so it's like who are you to say from another another group as such or another a, a person who isn't targeted or a thing who isn't targeted in that joke to say that it's offensive when there's people who find it funny in that target and uh you know maybe I shouldn't say uh offensive cuz if you if you get offended I don't you know that's fine there's lots of peop- things that offend everyone but it's just this arrogance of I need to tell the world that this joke is not okay and to cancel them and this and that and that's uh you know it It really bugs me and <laughs> I guess uh, I was still trying to explain myself there and just about me but I went on a bit of a tangent um, you know as you if you're still listening you uh may find out that this is a bit of a journey for not just not just me but for ho- hopefully the uh listeners and who who hear this and want to keep ki- keep following me and you know um want to who find me funny and so uh oh i'll be i guess this podcast i'll be talking really about anything that I find funny or just what's going on in the world I, uh, you know talking some, anything from sports a bit of politics maybe um, y- you know I guess you name it that I find interesting <laughs> oh, Yeah, you name it, you guys uh, are going to tell me what to do well but no, I I think so let's circle back a bit to why I'm studying this, I know it's going everywhere, but, uh, and I did, did mention it as such, but, so I, uh, I work in a warehouse right now, and that's, that's my full-time job, but what I've, I've found, found out, I've, I've been working in warehouses pretty much since I got out of high school. Um I'm twenty five now. I've I went to college a couple of times, didn't really work out, you know, it's one of those things happens to people. I've tried a bunch of different um jobs and stuff and different places here and there. So I bounced all over, but you know, the one thing I found is it's fine going to work. You know, I've I've hated some jobs, like I might get into that more later on. That's like just Total, total shit jobs. And but then I've done some warehouse stuff that's alright and everything relatively but I've never I guess my 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 problem with it is that yeah it's a paycheck and everything and some of it's paid fairly well, or whatever, but I've never been passionate about it. I've never you know, it just and I think most people do this when they go to work, they just go, Oh fuck. Gotta go to work. I'd rather be fucking, you know, jerking off. You know, doing anything but work. But, um... Oh, drinking beer. A lot of it. You know, maybe, uh... That's the thing, but... But I get it, you know? People need to do it to pay the bills and... Not just warehouse work, but there's a lot, lot lot of shit that isn't glamorous. And, um... But going back to to comedy, obviously, I'm not trying to say I'm some sort of big shot. I've been doing it for, you know, I've, you know, I've gone up and bombed many a times. And I, uh, you know, it's it's weird because I feel as if I'm bombing on this because there's no, this is my first podcast. I've, uh, I've never even done a podcast with someone else with a a co-host or anything like any guest podcast kind of thing so this is really my you know first time doing it I I listen to a lot of podcasts and I think that's uh inspired me and everything but it's uh no it's a little different so it is you know with, with the stand-up you get that immediate live reaction you know if a joke lands you you did did well or if it doesn't land on the other hand you didn't do well it's I think it's a little more binary. Where this is, it's like, I guess uh, I'll find out. And, um, but no, there's, you know, it's something, oh, excuse me, Whew. The professional, profession. that's not a fucking word. The profession, what am I trying to say? The professional nature of this show already is on exuberance. <laughs> Ten minutes in, you now I'm just <laughs> i guess uh, i'm very 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 nervous in this and uh but for anyone who has seen my stand up um in a short amount of time, I've always been kind of a nervous performer, you know I've never been able to go up on stage and just have. This extrude... fuck what's the word can't speak this shining confidence like there's there's people who just from like all the way from low level to high level of stand up in in terms of fame and everything you know your open micer who excludes confidence to your you know your top guys who exclude confidence but i've I've never been able to do that, and I'm not saying I won't, I just, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm a kind of a nervous guy, I'm l- a little bit shy, and unless you kind of, uh, know me, or something, or I'm able to open up to you, and, uh, I, I know what some of you are thinking, oh, everybody says that, everybody says that, <laughs> you know what, I'm not, not saying they're not true, not there. what am I saying here? Look at me. Let me take a drink and I'm relax myself, calm my nerves. You no, know, one of the things uh, I was thinking of is just how I'm. Like I said, how I'm nervous and there's there's no reaction. But I I, th- I think in some ways being. I if, if I if I continue to do be nervous on stage, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think I just have to kinda of lean into that. You know, I think some of my best performances, quote unquote, um, have been because I have lent into my nervousness, which is I guess it's it's you know you know, funny in itself and everything. And uh no it's it's something that i i just i don't know i uh it's one of those things that's like yes i I really on the one hand want to gain confidence, but it's like I don't know how, and this is part of the reason I think this will help me bring myself out of my shell because w- what I'm planning to do is do it once a week and I wanna hit be very consistent. And you know, right now, it's not even about the money. But what what I definitely do want to do is build up and build up my. I guess one one is my confidence, but also just you know, shooting the shit on, on this, having having fun, and uh, you know, ho- hopefully, you know, even if I can start with making. One person laugh at you know one of the smallest things I said. That's gonna give me gratis gratis fact satisfaction. Oh fuck me. Ooh, no, it's uh, but the one you know, and I say satisfaction because every time I make anyone laugh, if it's in real life, or I I see them laugh, you know, there's something that feels good, you know, it, feel, it feels great, and I, I I, think I've, you know, it's it's why I really have a big passion for comedy, no, I shouldn't say it's comedy, there's all sorts of entertainment that makes you laugh, whether it's, you know, watching something, or being with friends, cracking jokes, you know, I, uh, and this is this is weird because I, I definitely believe I'm funny, but I think it goes back to the confidence thing, and where where, in certain situations, I'm comfortable being funny, but I'm not always comfortable cracking jokes. Well, so I'm not always comfortable, as in. I don't feel confident, and that's that's the thing with this. I'm like I said before. You know, li- stop listening if you've heard this already in the first fifteen minutes. But I just uh, I just want to do this. This is like some practice, and it's you know it's it's practice. It's it's that repetitiveness because from you know you listen to any comedian professional who's even half good, you know, I'm not going (laughs) to mention any names, and, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys know, you listen to them, they'll say, about comedy is, it's so much about, just going out there, trying shit, and failing, like the, there, there probably isn't, one example of, of a, of a, of a person who's just gone out, and been a success from the, very beginning, or I shouldn't say one, but they are very rare, like, you know, maybe like a Dave Chappelle went out and, you know, was really successful early on, but other than that, it's few and far between, and it's, I just think, you know, rejection in life, sorry, excuse me there, But no um rejection in life is it's difficult it's difficult, but though it's i mean very cliche this but it's how you come back and respond to it it's you know it's not easy being rejected and um when you when you when you bomb or when you feel like you don't you know do well it's uh it's a big shot in the face yeah. Big fucking cum shot. <laughs> I mean, for, for some people, that's not rejection. Some people, that's that's a win, a, a nice cum shot in the face. But for me, a cum shot in the face, just as bad as, as going up and bombing. Well, I guess I shouldn't really say that. I've never actually had a cum shot in my face. But, uh yeah, no. Well, actually... That's not even true, I guess. Uh, let me let me get in the way a story for you, fine folks. I'm really building up this anticipation. Everybody's thinking, what? Like he had like twenty guys come on him. Oh, don't be ridiculous and crude. That that just isn't happening. That that like why would I have twenty? It was obviously thirty. No, 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 I can <laughs> In all seriousness, quote unquote, I was, uh, you know, how do I say it? Laying with myself, and, uh, this was, I was, what, 15, and I was, I was under the covers, and boom, an eye shot right in my eye shot, <laughs> a cum shot right in my eye, that fucking blinded me. Oh, for a good five or six seconds no, that's uh all that build up for kind of kind of a lame story. It's kind of funny, I guess though the uh I don't know if the payoff's worth it or not. We'll see, but uh yeah, So no, uh, guess what else is on my mind though? Circling back to why I've wanted to do this more. So this is... You know, I went for... So I, I might have mentioned this before, earlier on in this episode. Can't remember already. You know, we're 20 minutes in. Is that how bad my memory is? Fook me. And call me Frank. Call me Frank. No, that uh, I work at Uli- Uline. Although... I will be leaving there as of next week but um no I've been I've been looking for other jobs cuz I mean long story short Uline they fucked me around and uh done all sorts of shit that it's just it's you know what like <laughs> it's weird this is this is uh I guess I can Explain maybe I'll explain more later on, but it's just i've had i've had enough of a bunch of stuff you know the hours there suck. I start there at ten thirty quote unquote finish at seven that's my scheduled time, but I'm never out at seven. It's always around eight o'clock you know that's just part of the bullshit of uh of you line so anyways i uh i've been you know, applying to jobs like mad the last couple of weeks, you know. I've been at Uline over a year, and like I said, there's a lot of shit that's going on, but especially the last couple of weeks, I've been really motivated to get out and find a new job, you know. in handing, (laughs) I was going to say handing out my resumes. What am I, in the fucking 1960s? Nobody hands out resumes. Ah, you know hands out resumes, I've o- I also hand hand wrote my resume, you know, or in a typewriter, like they would do in the 60s, and, you know, no, no, of course, I, <laughs> what I meant to say was I've been uh, on the, on the interwebs as I'm really showing my old age for a 25-year-old, oh, fuck, I don't know, no, but I've been on Indeed, looking uh, applying it, all sorts of different warehouses, this and that, just to get the hell out of Uline. That's how much I hate it there. Um, hell, like, it's it's hell. Anyways, oh, well, I've, uh, you yeah, know, I got, and what really motivated me to work harder on getting out of there was when I got a rejection from a company last week that I interviewed for. I did well on the interview. You know, I'm not so confident in this, as you can hear, but in interviews, for whatever reason, I'm very confident. And this company, I did a 40-minute Zoom call, and so it was a long interview, but I knew that I did well immediately after. I mean, the fact that it was 40 minutes is is a fucking good sign in the first place. But the fact that I felt it went well. Anyways, a couple of days later, I was essentially confirmed that it did well. Although, ironically, not well enough. <laughs> Go figure, because... Uh, no, they, they sent me a email, and it was... Hey, this is... You know? Well, what am I saying? Shit. No, no, they said, Hey, you know, thanks for... Um, taking your time, blah, 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 we appreciate it, you know, all that stuff, which I, I think it was genuine, so I shouldn't just badmouth it like that, but that's, you uh, know, that's, that's what it was, and uh, it just said we've, you know, unfortunately, we've chosen to go with another candidate, we'll keep you in mind for future opportunities. So I took that as, well, fuck, that sucks that I didn't get it, but at the same time, it was, I, th- I think, you know, it was between me and one or two other candidates. That's, it, it, it wasn't just one of those generic emails that they type up for anyone. When I say that, mo- most companies don't even, can't even be asked to send out an email. It's like, wait a minute. So I can take the time out of, I can take time to inter for apply an interview, but yeah, you don't have the fucking decency, decency, decent. i de- D. De- de- I'm just gonna keep repeating decency because I can't say it. Probably I'm fucking stuttering like a moron. But from the course, I guess. Hey, if you know me, if not no, but uh, yeah, like just to, the the two minutes it takes to, to 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 write up an email and go, hey, thanks for uh. Thanks for applying, um, you know blah blah blah. We we've we appreciate your time and everything. We've gone a different way. It means a lot, I guess, as weird as that sounds. But back, um, no. So I I knew I was fucking so close. So, you know, I guess it can go either one of two ways. You can kind of go, oh, fuck, and just don't don't apply for anything else because you get. Dejected, but it. But because I got, de- I got rejected. I went the opposite way of. Alright, oh, every day, from there on out, sending out resumes. Bam, 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 on Indeed for any anything, I could find, and uh, you know what? It seemed to pay off because I was getting. A bunch of callbacks for interviews and everything over the next few days, and um, i I guess well, that was last week, but like I guess it kind of paid off this week' Because this week was the, really the week I got. I went for geez, I, w- I went for so many interviews I can't even remember how many uh uh I probably could count, but <laughs> uh, fuck it, that's not. That's not great, you know, listening. Anyway, that's that's kind of irrelevant. Just going on another another tangent. But I went... So I went to a few interviews. Anyways, yesterday I went to a really good interview. Now, I say good interview, and you're always thinking, what, you got the job at some warehouse that's paying you $100,000 a year? Not quite, no, not quite. I got... The opposite, I guess, <laughs> didn't get the job. Now, if you're thinking, fuck, why is that a good thing, not getting a job? Like, that is crazy. It's absolutely crazy. <laughs> boom, bah, boom, boom. <laughs> Sorry, folks, don't oh, know where the fuck that was going or came from or came into or just over. What the fuck am I doing? Must see still so high from last night. Oh, yeah, but no. Fuck, now I've lost my train of thought completely. I was on a roll, kind of. On a freaking roll. What type of roll, you ask me? I don't know. I'm not really good with uh rolls. I like I like to eat them, but I'm not I couldn't tell you a different role. A different role? Any different role? I don't know. I'm uh <laughs> I'm just thinking about rolls now, just to kind of stall and wait for uh me to think of something else of something else of my train of thought of what was I saying before Getting rejected? Aha! Getting rejected! Yeah! So, you know, I, uh... So what happened was, I went for this, uh, interview, I, and I just knew it was, it was supposed to be a shipping-slash-receiving role. That's... I really didn't know much else about the... what I was... I would be doing. I go there, and I meet with this guy, Frank. Um, now he... I w- now I didn't know, well I, I didn't know this I found this out later but I was supposed to be meeting with uh Rudy. Anyways, I go up, you know, introduce myself to Frank and everything. He says, "Okay, let me um before before we go and just sit down and discuss you know, further details, let me show you what you'll be doing at the job." And he asked me, "Well, what do you know about this job. And all I just say is I I I think it's a shipping plus receiving role. And he says, "Uh, yeah, there will be some of that, but what, what we're looking to hire this candidate for is to mostly go into lifting these, fuck, they were called turbos, into boxes and packaging them and taping them up, essentially. And he said... He said, "I'm uh, I'm gonna be frank with you." No, no, I, Frank didn't say I'm gonna be frank with you, but he said it in a different way. He said, "I'm gonna be honest with you, and I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything." Um, it's a very repetitive job, and it's uh, it's on. He said, "Honestly, I think it, it's fairly shit." Oh, I'm paraphrasing, but he 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 did uh. He wasn't telling me any lies and dressing it up. He said, yeah, you know, this isn't something I wouldn't want to do. It's very physical, very demanding. Are you okay with this? I said, yeah, you know, I've, uh, I have do a very physical job now and everything and this and that. So I'm, I'm, I think I'm more than capable, you know, and he, he, he just kept reiterating, okay, that's, you know, that's fine because I just want to, I don't want to. Hire someone who tells me, "Yes, I can do it, but then you know four days later it's complaining about the the grind that it is um you know that's uh yeah, so no, and then anyway, so that was that was a few minutes or whatever then um so then we go to his um to his well, I don't know of his, but to a boardroom, and I just sit down just to discuss discuss my qualifications and everything. And he has his res, his. Why would he have his resume if he's interviewing me? Yeah, makes no sense. Yeah, he's just going so um Frank, and I go no no sorry, my name's Sam. Why why would does it say Frank on there? And you know he's just going. Well, this is what I've got. Like, is your name not? F- oh fuck! That's Frank's my name. Oh fuck! If yeah, uh, fuck. This looks good. Maybe I, I'll hire myself for this role. <laughs> so there you go. Speaking about roles again. I, don't know, I don't know, I kid, I kid. So no, he's got my resume right in front of him, and he's he asked me about what I'm doing at Uline, and then he goes on. You no, know, I explained that and he goes and he then he goes on to say what I was to go into more details about what I was doing at my other jobs and my other warehouse jobs that I've got on my resume. And he goes So I explain those and then after that he he asks about my education Education on oh, on. Oh. No, and he goes what like hmm no and then so I explained to the, about those about how you know I went to school a couple of times and didn't really work out this and that so then after that he says well so what exactly do you see yourself doing long term um right. surrogate Ooh, she's the smelly one you can probably smell right guys right no no he says um and he says, "What well, do you see yourself long term?" Because you, from what I've seen from your your resume, you've jumped around a bit. And I said, "You yeah, know, that's that's a fair comment. That's that's not that's definitely not untrue." And uh, I guess let me explain myself. And I said, "I said to him, I want to go into sales in the future." And uh, he 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 then goes, "Well, so here's the thing. It's like." um he's, he he just was giving me advice because he was the sales manager of the of the company and he was telling me how he's he has a lot of experience in sales business business all sorts of for years and years and um and he and and he told me that stuff just honestly for some advice because how he approached it was i want someone that's going to be dedicated to doing the job they're looking to hire for, which was those big-ass turbo things. By the way, if you're thinking turbo, like, planes, it's it's, turbo for car shit. Uh, That's how how limited I know about cars and any mechanical what's-its, thingies. I'm just not good with that. Just not good at all with that it's not at my alley whatsoever you know i've got i've got a i've got a tight alley no room for that stuff my my alley is really filled to the brim absolutely filled to the brim just you know at times even over overexplo- over exploding you know there's not a chance I can get some mechanical shit up my tight alley. Yeah, you heard it first. You heard it first. No, so he says, um... Do, do, do... I can't think of... Well, already showing how many times in 35 minutes how I'm losing my train of thought on these tangents. But no, this is this is actually pretty fun. Um, how far? And you know what? If... There's zero people having fun right now outside of myself. I know I'm having fun. So, uh, you know, that's all that matters to me right now is just putting out shit essentially. And because uh, I, I guess I'll, I'll come back to, I'll come full circle of, about where this interview leads to me starting this podcast slash, find, you know, doing what I love to do. I uh, no so the, the, like I said the guy's giving me advice on sales and he, you know so I I'm very appreciative and I'm I'm thankful that he's not sugarcoating it and he he really did give me some good advice and good things to think about and, the, and one of the things that he said was um, he said he that he absolutely loves sales and he is very very passionate about it and. You know, I, I can I can see that, and what and one thing he was saying was that um, you you can be a salesperson in a where or sorry, not where, like in a a retail, let's say. And he, he was, you know, he wasn't trying to downplay. It. Is that there's anything wrong with that? But he was also saying, well, if you want to do well in sales, retail is not really the place. Like it's not, you know. Because a lot of the stuff, when you, for retail sales, you don't you're not selling and such. People are already going in there with what they're gonna buy, or you just need to point them in the direction. It's it's you know, she's oh sorry guys, Whew. no. It's almost as if it's um, customer service more than selling, and it you know, and so I I I just asked him, well. But is that not a good foot in the door to get into sales? He said, essentially, it, it can be, but it's not necessarily something that stands out to employers. Like, it may for certain ones, but it's not really going to make me stand out. Oh, and that's, that's another thing he, he brought up. He said, you know, he asked me, what was, uh, what makes me stand out? As if, in, in in a scenario where if he was hiring me for a sales job and my first or i i responded very quickly saying i'm a hard worker and i i was was i was going to continue that train of thought but he just immediately now nope, cut me off uh uh-uh, uh ain't having it and it was yeah, it was good it was you know um because he was, <laughs> i say good in a weird way but yeah you know he he cut me off and then he just said that's the me too. And in my in my in my head I'm thinking the the me too? I've been is have I been me too? <laughs> me too I is that still a thing? I guess. A woman's rights. Right, right, right. right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ooh, no, um and lose my train, so oh, no no. He says and then I ask him, well, what do you mean by that? Like, that's, I don't, I don't know, what, what and he says, everybody says that. And, you know, that's, and he says that's subjective. Like, it doesn't make you stand, stand out. You know, it's not a, like a, I guess, either a degree or some sort of education or some sort of, you know, not even necessarily... A high degree some certificate, whatever that is something that you can say I have this, not everybody else has, and it was uh no and so yeah long winded point, I didn't take the job because it wasn't right for me, and uh I told him that and i i and i and he you know I even kind of uh, apologized for wasting his time, he said, no, 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 it's not a waste of your time, not. Sir, so, no, it's not a waste of, of my time because part of the interview process he, he is finding out about, about it for both parties. Because, you know, if they're, they're, they're going to interview 20 people for the job, all 20 of those aren't going to be successful in terms of what they're looking for. And that's just any company, right? You know, like he's, and that's what he said. And, you know, he compared it to you know, dating, how. A first date can go well and lead to a second date and can then lead to marriage. But not all first dates do. Like, fuck, most of them, most of them, well, from from my experience, most first dates don't even go to a second. And when I mean dates, I literally mean, I'm not not, um, talking about the analogy of job interviews. I'm literally talking about my dating life, which, again, or lack thereof, maybe I'll get into that that and another another episode you know but uh, no so no It overall it was and it, you know it was funny even before I went I wasn't that convinced that I wanted to work there anyways but I just thought you know what I've said to them I'll go for an interview what's the harm like there is and it really proved there's no bad interviews you know you know it's never a waste of my time you never know what you're going to get and that's i guess leads to me never know what i going to get also got a bit lucky in the sense that i uh i uh, i was supposed to be meeting with this guy Rudy, who's who's the owner and i so towards the end of the interview with frank 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 um i said oh so so what is Rudy's role in the company? And he said, he's the owner. Mm he said, oh, that's like that. That's interesting. Like what would I, would it have be? been? Because, oh yeah, here's how it came up. Cause I said, I wasn't expecting that to be, um, so I, I was, I I wasn't, fuck jeez, I can't talk. Uh, do, do, do. I wasn't expecting it to be that kind of interview. I, you know, it wasn't... It was less than interviewing the, what are your skills, what is your best and what, and blah, blah, blah. Everybody knows the old, cliche, boring interview questions that I fucking hate, and who doesn't? But that's just part of the process for applying for jobs and everything. That's just what it is. But no, this was... Uh, it was more just a... Just a, a chat from him. It was mostly him just going on along with a chat. Like I said, that was helpful for advice for me and and things I want to do in career. But no, it was so when I said to to him, "Oh, so like if the owner was here, uh, who I was supposed to meet, would Rudy would it have been different this interview?" And and Frank said. Yeah, it would have, because we're different personalities, and it was, you know, he didn't really go into how it would be different, because maybe he wouldn't know, but the point was, if, if Rudy was, was available, and was going to interview, like, as originally scheduled, I, he may have sugarcoated a bit, I, you know, that, you know, because that's one thing Frank said, well, I don't sugarcoat, you know, he told me how, how shit it is, how repetitive it is, and, um. You know, as someone who's done a lot of shitty warehouse jobs, like, so th- the one thing I'll say, I'm, yes, I, well, I'm leaving you lying soon, but it is it is repetitive, yes, but it's not the worst job I've had in terms of repetitiveness or anything. So there's, there's a lot of shit I don't like about it, but it's, it's not the worst job I've ever had. Like, I've had brutal jobs where it's mind numbing boring and you know what for some people, and Frank said this too, for some people, that repetitiveness that lack of stress is fine for some people. They, they don't I guess i don't want to say this in a bad way but and like this is isn't mean to be discouraging or anything, but they don't have necessarily an ambition to do more or or they they might have ambition, but it's like if if they're okay with it it's you know. It's one of those things that like which which i actually respect it in in a sense that it's people who have who go to work who go make money for themselves and, and their family and then have a good life outside of work you know they like they focus almost are more happy from things outside of work than work um you know it's it's one of those things and I, I guess this is Going back to why, I'm that yesterday that interview really inspired me, and I'm not like sounds kind of corny to me, but I, it was it was really a good, um, like the hard truth because he like he, just like he said he wasn't sugarcoating the job he was hiring for, Frank. He also wasn't sugarcoating how difficult sales is and how much I've got to. Like I said, if I don't want to be in retail sales, how I've really got to put in the work on my own time, you know, and one of the things that I could see, and like I said that he said and it it really showed and he wasn't even selling me anything that how much he loves selling and how passionate he is about that and um I've got some friends who uh who do who who do who are in sales slash marketing and everything. And, like, two guys in particular I'm thinking of, very different personalities, but they are both very passionate and they love, they love selling. And that's why I think they're successful. Like I said, they're two different, two different characters completely, but what they do have in common that makes them good salesmen, IMO... I'm all is that they, uh, they, they love what they do, you know? And, uh, so it it was, it was good. And it, it really, so then I, uh, I left the, I left the interview thinking, fuck, that is, that's a really good, almost kick up the backside of like, hey, I, being, almost being lazy in the sense that I've got to put in the work and everything if I want to want to be in sales. I can't, oh, fuck, sorry. That tuna breath is coming through, right, guys? woo No, and it's really something I got to, you know, lean into and, and do on my own time because his advice to me was, hey, keep keep your job now. But do in your spare time coursework and anything else that will help me stand out and you know to get to to get in there while keeping the keeping my current job to pay the bills. You know it's and he, he was saying yeah it will be a lot of work but just like um being in sales it's a lot of work and uh, like I said I was re- really motivated by that in that day so I came out from the interview. And uh this was early in the morning, and I was still you know, all day just thinking of things I can do, and it was it inspired me. It, which I know is weird, but but no, what I and I, I guess the yeah you know, I kind of thought about it even more last night, and i was just thinking, well, the the the, the thing I think is. Like I've done a little bit of sales and I like it, and I I like I did. Oh, so the little bit of sales I've done, I've done a couple, two, three, I think four classes in sales and marketing in, in call at Sheridan, and I like those. I like those the aspects of it, and I I enjoyed learning about it. I thought it was very very interesting and everything. And then the sales job I did where I was selling vacuum cleaners. You know, you know, it was all about the suction. That's why that's why I was good at it. Now you're thinking, wait, is he talking about good at selling vacuums or good at sucking up Because uh kinda different. No. But no, I uh I did like it, you know, I like the social interaction of it. You know, one thing I I don't like about being in a warehouse that it's not you know, well, I guess sometimes you can be social with coworkers, but it's... And I guess you can do that really with most jobs, but with... It's not the interaction that it's like... Oh, sorry, the actual job itself doesn't require interaction, you know. You can be a mute and work in a warehouse. You can't be a mute and be a sales rep. Although, that being said, I want to see a fucking mute be the best sales rep ever like what what an idea that is like they they're so good at set like you know with their facial expressions and the maybe acting drops that they just sell it for you like they you know even if you have questions like as soon as you have questions they just write it down on a fuck like, why am i writing it down again i'm how old school am i Typing it up on on their iPad and just showing you instantly the answers, you know. They're that charism- charismatic and don't even say a word. Damn. No, but, uh, yeah, no, it just got me thinking, well, do I want to go into sales if I like it but I'm not sure if I'm passionate about it? Whereas with, so then it then got me thinking how much I'm passionate about comedy, um, making people laugh. Like it just, it, it feels so good. I like, it's one of the things that I think this is going to try and like I said, come out of my shell, but I'm, you know, at times being scared or too shy to open up about some things. But one thing I can guarantee you is that I love making people laugh, comedy of all kinds. I think it's, it's just the best. So it got me thinking, well, why can't I focus my spare time doing comedy stuff, you know, podcasts, um, promoting myself more, even though there's no live shows right now, or, you know, or live shows at bars or anything. Thanks, Doug. Doug. Oh doggy, he's got he's got to blame. He's done a rather shit job, I think we can all agree with how he's handled this whole thing, but then again who what politician has done well, I guess. A couple of American ones maybe? Ooh, controversial, controversial, controversial. Nah, nah, nah. Oh where where was I going before with that? How, um, oh yeah, the Bowser show. So I just, you know, and because what he kind of put an emphasis is going back to Frank of essentially like I have to make it work. No, not not make it work, but I have got to put in the work if I want to be sales. And I think the same thing applies to go goes to comedy. And like, like I said, and one thing I think. With between sales and and comedy, and you're thinking, "Fuck, what what's the connection here?" I n- I know it's kind of kind of out there, but no, seriously, I think one thing that there's a link between them is that, like I said before, the top of the top salespeople, I think they go through years and years of, well, not necessarily years, but definitely they they get rejected a lot, and it's it's how you, like I said before, it's how you bounce back from that. And comedy, same thing. Like, you know, you, you listen to some of the greats and they'll go on about how they've done, you know, so many bad shows, this and that, but they keep at it. It's it's one of those things that you've got to be fucking nuts to do. Like, you know, both sales and comedy to a degree. And because uh, I, I think Frank yesterday, he was telling me how... uh Oh, excuse me. <coughs> Speaking of nuts... Woo! some hairy nuts on those burpy burps, burpy burps, da, da, da. No, that's, uh, <laughs> where was I going from? No, Frank was saying that he loves the chaos of it, he's, he even admitted that he's nuts, then that's why that sales, it kind of suits him in that it's all over the place, like it's, you know, kind of like this podcast in my mind, and. You know, I think, yeah, maybe may be generic to be like, oh, I'm nuts, I'm so unique and quirky, like, I mean, yes, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, I, I say that, but I think I am, am a little bit nuts, and as you guys, if you're, I don't know, who the hell would be listening to this almost an hour in, but kudos to you, if you are, you got some fucking balls, that's one, I mean, good for you. Or maybe you don't have both. I don't judge these days. I don't care. If you're listening, you're listening great. But, um, no, how much, like I was saying, how, how, if I want to be successful, I, I got to go out and, and try this shit. And, you know, it's, uh, yeah, no, I, I guess, uh, I'm not really sure what else to say, but this, this episode, you know, I've feel like i've said well, there's more i can say but uh i'm not sure if i want to for right now keep these more than an hour or so we've been going about 55 and uh oh look the it it says the maximum recording time for segments is 60 minutes keep an eye on the clock so yeah if you're just i'm doing this off my phone the i'm sure the audio isn't great but that's uh I'm not even worried about the quality of this. I just want to put out shit and keep practicing and keep trying and keep re- getting rejected. As it, I think rejection is never easy, but the more you do it, the better you come. The more you're on your tool belt where you can know how to... What What should I do differently next time so I don't get rejected? You know, why didn't this work? Be be very critical of yourself and just just, you know... Keep going at because you know if uh you know they say in- insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. So and like I said before, maybe I'm a little bit insane, but that's uh no, but I like it. That's that's I honestly I I can't think of anything else. I I I I don't that's like a a quote unquote normal life where you you're not insane or. Kind of, kind of nuts. Whatever you want to call cool it, it's, it sounds boring to me. Like if, and I'm not trying to dis, uh, dismiss people, but if that's the thing, fine. But for me, I I don't want that. And uh, yeah, I, I guess that's why I want to do this. So hopefully, I can do something, you know, down the road where I love to do for a job. Um, you know, even if I'm getting paid not not well at all, but which uh, often happens in comedy you know unless you make it to the very top you you often just scrape by but you know what i think i'd rather have that life than working in a warehouse where i don't get that much passion out of it anyways it's uh coming up to 60 minutes you know, 57 10 11 countdown but no this is being very wonderful and uh i want to keep this consistent so this is going to be once a week the strackman podcast and uh, that's all. Thanks for listening, folks. See you next week. Bye.